Welcome to the Armor Men's Health Hour with Dr. Mystery and Donna Lee. Hello and welcome to the Armor Men's Health Hour. I'm Dr. Mystery, your host, here, as always, every weekend with Donna Lee. That's right. Hello, everybody. I am Ubudu. You gave me that one word a week, two weeks ago. Now i got to use it. It's the Thesaurus <laughs> website that we got to be looking at. Dictionary website. And the synonyms. <laughs> I am a board-certified urologist. This is a men's health show. We deliver weekly content that is fresh and innovative to talk about a variety of different approaches to how medical conditions can affect men. We speak a lot about urology-based procedures like low testosterone, uh, prostate cancer, enlarged prostate. And we also talk about things that are not necessarily urologic-based, like sleep apnea and um, uh, GERD and hernias. Uh, we often have surgeons and other physicians on that can talk about their subspecialties, and we love answering your questions. That's right. We always have questions now. Um, every now and again, I'm a little worried because I'll look at the email, and there might not be more than a couple of questions, and then boom, we have like 10 questions. That's right. Having, <laughs> having your questions really keeps the show going uh, and keeps our interest in producing new content. So please uh, ask us questions, and we'll give you the email and phone number to be able to put questions in uh, later in the show. That's right. You can email us at armormenshealth at gmail.com, um, and our phone number is 512-238-0762. I have a shout-out off the top of the bucket here. We have a Jamie in Florida who listens to the show. Uh-huh. And Jamie is a PA and decided to go into urology. So Jamie started looking for podcasts to listen to about urology and Jamie found ours. And I don't know if Jamie's a he or she, so I can't say, that's why I keep saying Jamie. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> I think that that's awesome. And when you're just learning about urology, mm-hmm. uh, it's good to have a, a different opinion or a different approach to how people deal with certain medical conditions or else you're going to always be in some ways kind of imprisoned by who, who taught you. So mm-hmm. it's great. It's great that we get to be a resource for Jamie. Yes, Jamie. And I'm sending your t-shirt soon. I think Jamie's a female because she wants a small to medium shirt unless it's a small man. <laughs> But the picture is too tiny on the email, so I can't tell. But oh it's boy. coming, Jamie. Ma- maybe a quick email to clarify. Communication <laughs> is the key. And was I know we have eight emails going back and forth. <laughs> this show is brought to you by NAU Urology Specialists. This is the urology practice that started here in Austin in 2007. We have four office locations. We have four physician providers, five physician assistant and nurse practitioner partners. We have two pelvic floor physical therapists, a sex therapist. We offer an integrated nutrition program as part of everything that we do here uh, urologically and are clean and ready to take care of you for your urologic needs. Clean. Definitely clean. We're wiping down the heck out of stuff. Yes. I'm tired of wiping things down. No. No? We're going to keep doing it, I mean, I love wiping things down. (laughs) Come on into the clinic where where we are clean. (laughs) Very good. Donna, it's been a a great week uh, in the clinic. Very busy. I I got to see a ton of patients this week with an enlarged prostate. Uh, We did a well-received webinar on prostate artery embolization mm-hmm. that had over 110 participants. It was a it was a really good success. Right. It's amazing, the technology, and that you put it out there because it's something that pe- people don't know urologists promote. That's right. And sometimes I may assume too much about the general audience's knowledge of, of urinary complaints. Mm-hmm. I think that a lot of men think that urinary complaints are just going to be a natural part of aging that mm-hmm. they have to accept, and there's no treatment for it. Like their eyesight changing. That's right. But we have glasses. Mm-hmm. You have prostate glasses? You, you don't need to get up all night to pee just because you <laughs> you hit something. And you know what else is interesting? People's opinion of when they're old changes. Oh, yeah. Like I get a 45-year-old guy and he's like, well, 
I guess it's age related. I was like, you're only 45 years old. <laughs> and then I'll get an 80 year old guy. that will be like, I don't know what happened. I tried to have sex and it wouldn't work. I can't believe it's happening. I'm like, you're 80 years old and you're just, just now having erectile wow. dysfunction. Wow. Hashtag lucky. That, that guy's lucky. <laughs> <laughs> and so um, age is, you know, just a number and of course uh, is a mindset. But when it comes to urinary issues, it is more common for men to have urinary issues as they age. The prostate is a very common cause of urinary issues, but I think sometimes like an unfair culprit. Yeah. It's not always the prostate. Right. It can be other things. We all have things hanging off of you, so I'm sure it's <laughs> something. Well, we, it can be the bladder. <laughs> the bladder can be abnormal. Mm. I had I have had a number of patients that had weirdly placed kidney stones that were just not quite in the right place that caused symptoms. Mm. So what I tell people is if the onset of the symptoms is slow, like mm. for the past 10 years things have been getting worse, mm-hmm. that's more likely a prostate issue. If last Saturday things got worse... <laughs> Then it's probably not your prostate. You know, it's less likely Uh, to be your prostate because the prostate kind of grows over time. Right. So if you're if something happened more more recently or all of a sudden, then I think that especially all of a sudden, then we start looking for infections. We look for stones. We look for other kind of causes like that. I have a prostate question. We've talked about on this show many times the prostate. Normal size prostate is the size of a walnut. Yes. But then I've heard you talk about people having prostates the size of. A softball. Gosh, a softball or something really large. And is it because it's so gradual the patient doesn't sometimes have pain? Preci- precisely. Precisely. The the growth of these very large prostates happens over decades. Mm. And another surprising thing a lot of men don't realize is that the size of the prostate and the symptoms that are caused have mm-hmm. no correlation. I get really? I get 30 patients a week that tell me that they had a prostate exam from their primary care doctor and were told that they had an enlarged prostate. And Maybe I'm like, they that's, just had a small finger. that's that's an amazing finger because <laughs> there is no finger on earth that can do a three-dimensional representation of a <laughs> prostate from just feeling, you know, 2% of the right. backside of it. Oh. And so people are often like, why are we doing it in the first place? And I'm like, well, how do you know somebody if you don't do it? Oh, no. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's called a first date. That's just, that's just urology humor. Um, the, the truth is all Knowing we're really... someone inside and out. <laughs> all we're really doing is we're looking for nodules on the posterior aspect of the prostate. That's all we're, That's all we can successfully and reliably say. How long are you in there? Like, let's be honest. Is it like a few One seconds? Mississippi, two Mississippi, three Mississippi, four Mississippi, five Mississippi. That is five Mississippis. That's a lot of Mississippis. It's just five Mississippis. I thought it would be like a... One or two Mississippi. I mean, you got to try. You got to. If you do a really good prostate exam, it's a good five or seven seconds. Then I think the PCP I saw once was doing it wrong because it was like an in whoop, out. Whoop. Yep. And there's just no way of really diagnosing an enlarged prostate. Now that that's the problem is that we used mm. an anatomical term mm-hmm. that people associate with like a size enlarged prostate means right. that there's probably something normal when mm. enlarged prostate is not a diagnosis based on physical exam. But it's a diagnosis based upon symptoms, consistent symptoms. And it's not even the size of the prostate that matters. Big prostates can cause no symptoms. Little prostates can cause lots of symptoms. They can have no correlation with one another. (laughs) So we are doing the prostate exam to, it's called the urologist handshake to get to know you. (laughs) Make sure you know that we, we care yeah, about you. Give them a flower. No, this is nothing. This little, is nothing like a that. Gift card to no, a no, dinner. No, 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 nothing no. like that. This is this is the, we're doing it as a screening test for prostate cancer, along with a PSA. The enlargement of the prostate is a symptomatic issue, and the kinds mm. of symptoms that you're going to have there is obstructive symptoms, which we define as slow flow, recurrent urinary tract infections, hesitancy, which is difficulty getting the urine flow started. Mm -hmm. And there's uh, irritative symptoms that we define as urgency, which is like a 
you know, an uncontrollable need to go to the bathroom frequency, which is you feel that you're going to the bathroom more frequently than you should. Nocturia, which is getting up at night to pee. Uh, more frequently. And for me, uh, I let every guy have one time to get up at night, but two or more, especially if you're getting up six times a night, that's something we certainly need to evaluate. Hmm. And then uh, burning. And then another symptom that people don't often associate with an enlarged prostate is dribbling. We call it post-void dribbling. That, that's when you... What else would they associate it with? Just curious. What I don't do they know. Think? I think they just... People may feel that it's normal to like have to shake it 12... You know, they say if you shake it more than three times, you're just playing with it. <laughs> <laughs> And so that's a party. And so and so, if you're having lots of dribbling after you finish urinating, then that's another reason to oh. consider yourself having uh, an enlarged prostate. When you come to see us as a patient, we will often try fun- behavioral, nutritional, and supplement program mm-hmm. to begin with. We will also try medications to begin with. But mm-hmm. from the very get go, when you get started on a medicine here, we're immediately going to start talking to you about surgical interventions that can el- obviate the need for the medicines. Right. Because the medicines that we put you on, which include n- words like tamsulosin or alfuzosin or sildosin or finasteride, mm-hmm. can be associated with side effects if taken f- chronically. Mm-hmm. And and we've had those patients. We we had a yeah. patient this week, literally, you know, completely upset over the right. side effects that medicines cause. And so we we try to talk to you immediately. So when you become a patient of ours, we will put you through a cystoscopy, a, an ultrasound of the prostate, PSA testing, and then we'll give you a packet. It's called the Make America Pee Again packet that has, <laughs> you know, all twelve of the BPH related oh procedures that are options for you. If you're lucky, you can get a T-shirt too. That's right. Make well, America Pee Again T-shirt. We do have six thousand of those no, T-shirts. No, we only have like one thousand. Oh my God! Stop. You are no longer in charge of ordering T-shirts. <laughs> Uh, well, uh, I'm glad I got to talk about BPH. Uh, Donna, how do people get a hold of us? You can call us during the week. Oh, before that, I wanted to do a shout out to Sam, our new KLBJ guide producer. So thank you, Sam, for making all of this magical and happen. And Shannon, who helps us with the podcast. So thanks, guys. Um, 512-238-0762 is our phone number during the week. You can call us then. You can even ask for me. Our website is Armor Men's Health. Dot com and you can email us any of these amazing questions to armormenshealth at gmail.com that's armormenshealth at gmail.com I will respond to every one of them and you will get a podcast in return and speaking of podcasts they're everywhere they're everywhere listen to them thank you the armor men's health hour will be right back if you have questions for dr mystery email him at armormenshealth at gmail.com <laughs> <laughs>